All right, we're on white, and we're going to go fast because it's already DI late. So if you don't like this podcast, screw you, but still by decade. Yeah, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, play the following games. Rattle them off, Steve. Clutch of the Dragons, Legacy of Heroes, Dawn of the Dragons, and Legacy of Assassin's Sons. Which one's on iOS now? Dawn of the Dragons is going to be coming out on iOS pretty soon. There's uh, review copies out right now, and people are talking about it. uh, so it's probably probably people are talking about it. People are talking about it on the in, in the in the gaming media. How come you don't ship me some to talk about? All right, I'll ship you. I'll get you a copy. All right, sweet. <laughs> Gotta do a blog post then. I mean, like sure. Heroes has a new set coming out on Thursday. Yeah, January thirty first, which may or may not be before or after this podcast goes up. Wow. This was the dumbest <laughs> sentences that have ever been put together on this podcast. No. And that's saying something. No, not even close. Not even close. Aerial Maneuver, I kind of like the art. Let's go. So well, what monocolor cards do you like? I mean, Blind uh, Obedience is awesome. So, Angelic Skirmisher, that costs six. Yeah, there's no. <laughs> yeah, we're going to keep an eye out for the sixes. <laughs> uh, nope, for the no thanks. Blind Obedience is just so stone. Blind Obedience awesome is one W for an enchantment. Extort. And then artifacts and creatures your opponents control enter the battlefield tap. So it just bones every haste creature ever printed. Is that good enough to play? It also has extort. Yeah, it's it good enough it to seems, play. It seems really good. There's like... Wait, what are we talking about? Blind Obedience. Blind obedience. How, oh, the enchantment? Yeah. yeah. That card's awesome. Yeah. Really? Why? Yeah. How like, Falcon Wrath Rath- Rath- isn't even a scary card anymore. Well, it's still a little... A 4-1 tapped creature. Okay, you're spending a card on this. No, you're well, not. It depends on what card you're spending. You're spending one card on the second turn. It counters every single... Look, you, the reason that Hellrider is dangerous is because the turn that they play Hellrider, they crush you for a bunch of damage. Right, otherwise okay? it would be a Rubble Belt Raider. It would be like a worse Rubble Belt Raider, right? So you play this on the second turn, and he's trading up one Blind Obedience. It's trading up for every future Hellrider, Falcon Rider, and, and Thundermaw Hellcats. And you get all, this, all your sorcery speed removals, all your, like... Wrath effects. Yeah, you kill like, their guys. Snapcaster mages have double kicker. Like, because you're, fla- you're flashing back spells that also have extort. Like, I think this card's really good. Like, and yeah. the thing is, the extort is like, buying like, back all the Five men are like wrath, extort. Yeah. I'm. Like, they're tapped. You're like, still spending a card. Yeah. Yeah, but you're, you're the one card. So, think, don't think about it as like cards versus cards. Think about it as cards versus value. Like, how bad is Thundermaw Hellkite if it doesn't have haste and it comes into play tapped? What happens if you mulligan and this is in your hand? It buys itself. It does. It, it gains life and does damage. I mean, you can. You can this, is, this is kind of a weird card to value because of extort. Like, it, it, it's not like it's like some enchantment that's like, all right, I do this thing. And sometimes it matters, sometimes it doesn't. It's like, I do this thing, and now everything you do can't have an impact right, on so the game. I will, put this this, I will put this into terms you will understand. Okay. What if I'm playing a red-white aggro deck that has a bunch of haste creatures, and my opponent can never block? It's also possible... It's also possible... This, I was just going to say, it's yeah, also yeah. possible that this is good in the red-white aggro deck. That's what I just yeah. said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can see that. But, <sighs> no, your opponent can never block... Thrag Tusk doesn't block Hellrider anymore. Restoration Angel doesn't mug anyone ever again. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. When they Resto Angel and they blink their guy, it comes back into play tapped. That's really good. So does Restoration Angel. Yeah. This card is insane. You get to kick up all of your spells. The Extort actually gives matters you reach. In that deck. 
Giving lingering souls at your kicker. Ugh. Right, lingering, yeah. soul, lingering souls extort you. Flashback yeah. lingering souls extort you. Thoughts extort you. I think so. it's a burn spell. Think about it also as a burn spell. It's You're playing uh, in a format that has yeah. Thrag Tusk and Prime Speakers. Like, the games wanna, go longer than you want no, them to go. But only if you let them. You, okay, if you're playing an aggro deck in standard, you don't let someone play Huntmaster of the Fells or not. If they play Huntmaster of the Fells on turn three, you don't attack them. You have to wait for your Thundermaw Hellkite or your Falcon Arthur Racer Gate to get it online. You never attack until you have a huge flyer. That's it. They just play to th- uh, Huntmaster of the Fells. You don't attack on the ground. Well, you're playing a deck with a bunch of fours and fives. What if you're playing a deck like Arilaxes that just loads up on one and two? His deck can't get through Huntmaster of the Fells. He... I saw him get through plenty of Huntmaster. Huntmaster Fells is, like, built to stop his deck. Yeah, and it didn't. Alright. I, I, I think this card is obviously... Spectacular. Obviously. I'm not... Very, sold. very good to spectacular. And it's cheap. I'm not sold. What if you play, like, your first Blind Obedience, and then the third turn you play your second Blind Obedience and extort them? I it's, it's, can't it's, imagine it's, winning that game. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's actually, though, it's like one of, uh, one of the knocks on a card like Blind Obedience is always like, what happens if you draw two? What happens if you draw but two? But, like, rest you, in you peace. actually. Right, right. Well, it's Rest just, in Peace just rips apart decks and invalidates but this, the I actually think Blind Obedience this also has more really, average value than Rest in Peace. This also rips apart certain decks. I mean, it's just different. They just rip apart different decks. And you can, and you can build around this deck aggressively. Your opponent can't block anymore. I, I like and it takes away all the haste. It doesn't really cost you a card. Like, if you extort them twice, it paid for itself already. Let's talk about a card... You mulligan and you draw this, though. It's so bad. Let's talk about a card that's much more Steve Satan-ish. Steve, will you play Boros Elite? 1-1 one, one for 1. But it has Battalion, and if uh, it attacks with two other creatures, it gets plus 2, plus 2 until end of turn. I've gotten burned by cards like this so many times. So have you learned your lesson? I'm not sure. <laughs> I can't believe he's like, he's halves, he's on Boros Elite, but he doesn't like Blind Obedience. <laughs> like, he's like, just undoes, it makes all of like the slow-ass sorcery speed removal good enough to crush every insane creature in the format. He's like, oh, it's, it, it costs you a card. Kind of, not really. It makes it so your opponents can't block. Turns off their restoration angels. Uh, that, guess, that part's very appealing to me. Yeah. And the Thrag Tusks is pretty appealing. Lingering Souls. Yeah, the Lingering Souls come into play tapped. I don't know, you're not playing a creature that turn. But, like, a lot... It, it's not When a good I was playing Rakdos Reg, Red, like, the, which, a deck that has a ton of one-drops, like, half the games you don't play a card until turn three, you just didn't draw your one-drops, then you just play your, like, Ogre, and then you just start casting bombs after that. Probably should have mulliganed. No, like, you look at your hand, you're like, I can cast these bombs, and I, my sequence is going to go, like, Falcon Wrath Aristocrat, Falcon Wrath Aristocrat, Thundermaw Hellkite. Who's going to beat you? Uncounterable Falcon Wrath Aristocrat, backup Falcon Wrath Aristocrat, Thundermaw Hellkite. And I can, ca- I can look at my hand, I have a reasonable chance of casting these cards. You really ship that hand? Okay. We, we gotta, we gotta, uh, we gotta talk about other cards, because we're <laughs> out of time. Frontline Medic. This is a card that was a lot of, was a lot of talk about. Is it good enough? I don't know. You don't know? I don't know. Why are you laughing? It's just like, I don't know. <laughs> You're just laughing at the templating of the card? It's or? like a gnarled mass. <laughs> the color that doesn't really ever need a gnarled mass. 
with a battalion. Yeah, has there ever been like a white two three three before? Has there ever been like a white creature? There's been some variations, like student of warfare in certain versions, but not like just straight up three three for three mana. Not really. White, I don't right? think like so. you usually had to go into green. No, you have like a. There's like a, noble panther. No, like blade splicer is the white of white. Sure, of sure. Like, it's like I don't know this card. Just, I don't know what to say. It doesn't even really counter the is it X a, spell. Is it a play? Is it a playable card? Probably. I don't know. Do you need white creatures? Do you need to play white weenies? It's One, human. Doesn't you don't need to play? You just you can play in Boris. Really? Maybe. I don't know. For what purpose? Countering their countering their sphinxes around? Um, maybe bonfire. Bonfire. Yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, Rakdos is returned. Getting to attack with it, like all your yeah, it's Hellrider. Like, getting to attack with your indestructible guys is pretty... I guess it's playable. It's just... I don't know. It is a weird card. I don't think it's going to see a lot of play. I could be wrong on this. It's just... There might be spots where it's just really good for, like, a week. Maybe. I I certainly... I'm not kiboshing it. I just... I don't know. I mean, you still like Gideon or no? I talked to Cunha. Gideon, Gideon has... Cooled considerably for most pundits. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like, Cunio told me he thought it was completely unplayable, so... Gideon? Yes or no? I have no idea. I don't bet against Planeswalkers anymore. Five. Uh, really? I'll bet against plenty of Planeswalkers. too many times. Which it's, it's a four mana. Most of the ones that are good are obviously good. Like, the thing... I guess the thing about him is just, like, that ability to make him... Huge. The thing about him is his casting cost. Yeah. Which is what? That it's easy to cast at four or difficult to cast at WW? No, it's just, it's low. Yeah. Four mana planeswalkers are, all the really sweet planeswalkers, like a Johnny Vengeance, Elsbeth, or, or, and, you know, that other guy, they're all fours. Get you right. on the club. Liliana of the Veil is insanely good. Sometimes. It's really bad against some kind of cards. I think it's too good. It's a good card. Excuse me. Night Watch. Night Watch, good? No. I mean, Keep going. Uh, seven mana. No, we want six Not mana. Not six. Not six. Uh, just looking through. Syndac of Tides. Okay, so this is a 2 2 for two. Just like classic white weenie cost. With extort. With extort. Probably not good enough. I might play it. I'd play it. I can't believe he doesn't like blind obedience, but just give him a 2-2 I mean, give him a 2-2 two, two for 2. That's all Steve's looking for, you know? But you, yeah. you respect the reach on this, right? Yeah. You understand that the card that you don't like stops the cards that go right over top of this and crush your face. What? I don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> would you play both? I don't know if I would play Sin deck of Tides. I mean, okay. I don't know. I wouldn't play a White Weenie deck. So here's, here's a six, White Weenie deck. Here's, here's a six, Red deck. Here's a six drop. Uh, Herbis Protector. Uh, uh, one line. When he, picture. I'm not playing. When he uh, enters the battlefield, you put a 4-4 four, four white angel creature token on the flying onto the battlefield. It's five power for six. Yep. That's you get, like, nice with game. Resto Angel. Nice with Dead Eye Navigator. Doesn't draw you 11 cards when it comes into play. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to pass on that guy. Okay. I'm just... just a Ratchy Tiger. Yeah. It's a tiger. That doesn't fit into any of my cat decks. Is Aetherize... Four mana. Return all attacking creatures that are in his hand. It just like like buys you time against like all those hexproof decks. It bounces oh. all the encha- it bounces all the enchantments in the oh. like 
you know, gets rid of, like, you know, attack you with your ethereal yeah, so armor. It costs the same, it costs as, the same as Supreme Verdict. Sure. I mean, if you're going to invest four mana, wouldn't you rather invest it with a, with a feeling of dread? You can't feel like you've read against... Oh, it's against... Unless experts. you put the spotlight on them. High five the spotlight. Yeah. I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. Okay. Uncommons don't get played a lot. Sure. It seems like... A, like, I'm, what are the marquee uncommons? Plants on Cabot. Who else? Uh, wing shards. There's not a lot. Bloodbraid Elf? Bloodbraid Elf. Okay, sure. It's Skullcrack. Huh? He's rare. Skull crack. They don't get played a lot. Psychotog. Alright, so over the course of... Said two-time front to our top 16 competitor Brandon Jill from the back room. So over the course of (laughs) 20 years of of uncommons, we've come up with six. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we... we, 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 (laughs) We talked about Cloudfront Raptor. Obviously, everyone loves this card. Big thumbs up. Invisible stock market. Oh, Invisible Stalker, yeah. Okay. Seven cards over 20 years. Okay. I mean, I'm sure... Got we'll it, guys. Skull, I didn't say they're unplayable. Skull Clamp. Skull Clamp, was that an uncommon? Yeah. yeah. It's its window was so short, <laughs> I couldn't remember. Uh, so seven mana, again, like the Primordials are all seven, so it's not a six. Deluvian. Uh, so you love Enter the Infinite. I think that you just win when you cast it. You just win when you cast this 12 mana spell. But you don't cast it for 12. But it's a 12. So you cast the... Eight mana spell. You could just ha- you could just go like uh, unexpected whatever, and then flip this thing up. So it's conceivable on turn three that you could enter the infinite. Enter the infinite. Draw cards equal to the number of cards in your library. Then put a card from your hand on top of your library. You have no maximum hand size until your next turn. But I don't have infinite mana. You, you have three lands or four lands. I bet I could figure out a way to win. Left. And one card left in your in your library. I know you don't think I could win from that spot. No, not in standard. I mean, aren't there going to be cards in my deck that I could just play lands for free? No. No. No, it's standard. What fast bond? That would be sweet. <laughs> you don't think this is going to be a good? Idea? I don't. I don't think that playing playing this for free on turn four. Can I miss? Turn three, well, if I accidentally hit it, am I boned? No, you can't. You can't even. You can't even miss. If you play it, you have to draw. I'll figure out a way to make it a play around it. You have to play it if you. Yeah, I just I'll don't figure out some corner way to win if I draw my deck. I don't think you can. I, I mean, if you, I don't think you can win on four lands. What if I have no maximum hand size? Correct. And I untap. I you draw my card, and I cast... Uh, okay, I, I, so it's standard. You have your entire deck, yeah. and you have a sum total of five mana to work and with. And my next turn, I play my one Elixir of Immortality and a land and go like this. Can I really not beat my opponent with 40 cards in my hand? There are a bunch of guys blessing type cards. I mean, like, that seems ludicrous sure. to me. That, that I don't have a dramatic advantage. I think you would... Probably win. No. No. You don't think you'd probably win? No, I think... No. Fernando's doing Rain Man math. <laughs> Are there any good miracles that you can put on top of your deck? Okay. Like there that's... aren't. Oh, <laughs> it's like you can put... Time walk. walk! You can put a time walk, but then you just kill yourself. <laughs> like... 
So if you put three well, you, time well, walks you, you, you on top of your deck, walk, and you, well, you only get to put one card on top of your deck. You don't discard. Right. So I'm assuming that you also have uh, some sort of guy's blessing. There's uh, serene remembrance or flashback. what if there is there right, no like flashback. ability that you could just discard a whole bunch of cards? It's like some sort of effect that like, like lets fire. you like, I, I, yeah, some sort of fire. I'm assuming that the situation is this: you played Farseek on turn two, yeah, and then on turn three you untapped, you played your fourth land, and you cast. This is the only the only spell you've cast yeah. prior to casting um, unexpected result into enter the infinite is Farseek. Is Farseek okay? And you now have. You've played four lands and an Enter the Infinite. You've picked up laboratory your time. Maniac. What? Yeah, you could just play a Laboratory Maniac and cast. You time walk, play Laboratory Maniac, and you win. As long as they don't have anything, they're yeah. tapped out. Lot less troll on turn two. Clock them. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you could actually just play a lot less troll and then cast uh, Psychic Spiral. That's seven. Now. You can only oh, discard okay. creatures too. Oh, okay. No, that's actually exactly perfect. You time walk, play your third land, up to five mana, laboratory maniac, and you untap anyone. Sure. You have no so, doubt. Right. You're assuming. Okay. Well, that, that's a that's a conceivable. I mean, that's actually that's really easy to set up. Doesn't have. Yeah, you only need a shock. Yeah. I mean, you could just. Do, you could just do the Gaia's Blessing that we just... Sure. I mean, you don't have to do that thing, right? If your opponent's playing a red deck... Is that Gaia's Blessing instant? Serene Remembrance So you have to take another turn is, off. I believe... It doesn't matter. You're so oh, isn't it just it? better to do Memory's Journey? More cards. Oh, yeah, if you just do Memory's Because journey. you can... At the end of turn, when you discard, you can just put a bunch of time You don't discard time. anymore. It, oh, see, it's right. not just a question of having a bunch of cards. You have every option in your deck. You just want to. Oh, but you, oh, actually, you only have there. no maximum hand size until your next turn. So, so you, you actually do discard at the end of your next turn. Right. So you and put you a temporal yeah. mastery on top. You journey's memory three back on the next turn. Yeah. And then you have three more turns, and every card it, you just psychic spiral them at that point. I think you still laboratory maniac. It's cheaper. Yeah. But it also has holes. There's very few decks that can just, like, if they don't have a counter it's spell, they're dead. It's got one hole. If they have a shock, and if they do, you can just set up more time walks. Like, if they have mana, you can just set it up so you just keep time walking them. And then they run out of ways to kill the laboratory mana. Oh, sure, you actually hard cast them at a certain point? Yeah. Right. Or you just miracle them every turn. You can just shuffle three. Exactly. In. I think you're unlikely to lose if you draw your deck on the third turn. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I just told you why. Yeah. We've got to figure out a path, right? So the wrong right. one. Okay. Or you just flip over Journey's memory and you do nothing. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. Owen Turnwall once asked you to do your combo and you didn't know how. It didn't stop you from winning the Grand Prix. <laughs> I'm a fast learner. <laughs> <laughs> That's much worse than the journey's memory corner that you're... What, what do you guys think about Hands of Binding? Is this constructible? Uh, As, uh, the only cipher spell that to me seems like something I want to play in Constructed. Uh, if you play that with your favorite enchantment... Play it with Clearing Dryad. What is my favorite? The muster counter thing? No. no. That's my favorite enchantment. <laughs> what are you talking about? Blind Obedience... By the way, Cypher and Extort are friends. Oh, man. 
man. This is going to be a miserable two years. <laughs> miserable. Just all these triggers you're going to forget? No, I mean, I'm just going to play an insta-win deck. I don't understand. Like, I can't believe you You guys are, are so reluctant to think that, like, having your whole deck in your hand is... You, what are you talking about? Frando is, is on board. He told you. I never said I was on board. I said you can do it. <laughs> I mean, it just seems so remote to me that that's what you're going to do is the problem. I mean, if you're, like... Uh, like, it seems like that deck has a lot of crappy draws. Off the unexpected results? Or just, like... Or cards that, like, end, you're like, oh, Into the Infinite. Oh, Omniscience. Oh. I mean, it depends. Like, oh. there's different kinds of decks in Standard. Yeah. There's decks in Standard where if you just drew those cards, you would just kill them. I feel... I know. You're, you're trying to build a Belcher deck. Like... It, but no, if you're playing against, like, Reed's deck, like, he's going to give you the time to cast those cards, and he only has four dissipates. Is he just going to not counter every single one of your acceleration card draw spells? He could. He could. Sure. Do you see, uh... So, so hands are binding. Yes or no? I say yes. Shrug. Uh, yes. Ish. Eh? I think there are better removal spells. I mean, like, why would you spend a card to do maybe something when you could spend the same Well, maybe of having a good, a good cipher spell. Keeping down a Thraktos for two turns is pretty good if you have a guys. Like, you get to keep, yeah, you get to keep stuff down. And then, like, if you're, you know, any kind of, like, blind obedience or any kind of, any kind of... Put this on an invisible stalker. Yeah. I mean, the question I'm curious about is, do you think anyone's going to, like, last thoughts on an invisible stalker? No, right? That's just never Too slow. Happen. You can just play a Ring Chanter's Pike. People don't curiosity. curiosity. Yeah, yeah, yeah uh, no. Fair. Okay. I mean, that's, that's a great point. People do curiosity. They yeah. curiosity fencing aces. Oh. They don't curiosity. Yeah, they could have been playing curiosity invisible soccer for a long time. It's the fencing aces they care about. How about rapid hybridization? Pongify. You like yeah. that one, right? I mean, I like it. It's good. Fine. Let's keep going. <laughs> it's full on fun. There's lots of things you can do with it. Cinefluxmage? Mage. What is that? Yeah, Merfolk? It's a Merfolk wizard. It's not as good as the mutant. Does that wizard. look like he's like peeing at me with like a giant? He's like, blowing a bubble. A pee bubble? Is that like? <laughs> it's like aggressively summoning a magical dildo out of his pants. <laughs> or he's blowing a bubble. Is that his? Okay, am I wrong? Isn't he like running like this shape? Making a pee bubble. He's not blowing blow up with his penis, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, first and of all... And it's a chick. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Note to Carl Kapinski. She's a fish. Why does she have breasts? All right. Simic Manipulator. This is, a card, this is the third card I previewed for my, my Simic previews. I, I like this card a lot. I think this card is definitely going to see play and constructed. Um, I, I think I, I always think about cards like this and, and the situations where I would want to play them. Sure. More, more, more specifically, the kind of decks I would want to play against when playing a card like this. Are we in a universe anymore that those decks exist? Like, there's not just like defenseless green, white, and white based creature decks, right? There like, are sometimes. All right. I mean, I mean, I don't, I don't think you'll ever build a deck where this is in your main deck. But I, I think that, the, you know, Callous Oppressor's a card people played occasionally, and that one, that wasn't even very good. Yeah, but consider when they were playing Callous Oppressor. But Old Man of the Sea. No, no, but this was Hero Bladehold. 
Excuse me? What about this with uh, Hero of Bladehold? Oh, just to evolve it quickly? Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, wrong... You're stretching formats. You now you're going to play both of those cards in Legacy. I guess not. So, the, but the, uh, the 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 real issue that 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 I would I would get to is if you're talking about Callus Suppressor. Back then, the frontline defense card in a blue sure. white, you know, I'm sorry, in a blue green uh, Madness deck was like the one. It's like you won enchant a creature. It can't just, do its activated ability. Keep in mind the thing about this card that's really interesting is this is permanent control. This isn't keep this guy tapped. And then as long as he doesn't untap, gain control of that creature, they kill your Simic Manipulator, they get their guy back. It doesn't work that way. If you have any other creature in play and a Restoration Angel, you can steal something that costs two immediately. Increasing Savagery on this? Yeah, Increasing Savagery is really pretty good on this. There's a couple cards. You can suit him up with enchantments. Howl of the Howl Pack or whatever the hell that's called. Yeah, there's there's a lot of... uh, Just throw a Ranker on him. Or is it for well, no, no, no. So you, you have, have, to, remove ca- you have to remove the counters. But you don't have to remove all the counters. So if you stockpile them up with counters, you can just... I, I, see, I see this card being... I don't know the exact scenario, but I see this card being good. Okay. And I, and I think you can certainly build with it, like, in mind. I thought it was like Old Man of the Sea. But it doesn't... It doesn't but Old Man of the Sea, if you untap, you got to give it back, right? Sure. So this... I mean, that's the nice thing. It's like, you can be like, at the end of your turn, steal your guy... Untap, steal your other guy. Okay. Yeah. That seems good. How do you like Sky Games? Any Anyone for Constructed? This is just a weird card. I kind of like... Not that I can gift it or the... I like the aesthetic of it. Including the picture. Yeah. But come on. <laughs> I was asking. How about uh, Spell Rapture? One, one you... One you for an instant. Counter-target spell. Unless the controller pays X... Where X is the greatest power among creatures you control. So we've been talking a lot about like Prime Speaker. We've been talking a lot about Thragtask. Like this all these like kind of bad counter spells you played in your Dredgevine deck. I've right? played cards like this yeah. so many times. And they're yeah. bad. Unified Will. Unified Will is really good. Unified Will. I don't. Are they bad? I think it's just another Unified Will. It is. I don't. It's know. better than Unified Will. I think. I don't think it's better than Unified Will. Well, you only needed one creature in play, and it could be really crappy. Like, I play one creature right in Unified Will, and then yeah, yeah. I just counter their spell yeah. hard. Like, Unified Will was just because it was really good against control decks. It was a hard counter. But, like, if you have if you have a two-power creature, this is a miscalculation. I mean, is it Charm's not really good right now? That's a miscalculation. That's because it's part of it. It's cast is there a card cost. that makes you deal damage equal to your number of cards you have in hand? I mean, any of the creatures you could counter no. probably <laughs> well, anyway. Sure. I, I, I think this card's oh, probably... I like it. I, I, I think this card... I would be shocked to not see this card. I know. I'm, played, I'm already... I played early on and often in standard. I'm already resigned to playing this card. Yeah. Oh, man. Somebody's going to spell rub for me after I've entered the infinite, aren't they? Yeah. I hate them. Yeah, it's, it's definitely getting played. I, I don't know. I, I, I like it a lot. Uh, Stolen Identity. We are talking about Cackling Counterpart. This is a cipher version of Cackling Counterpart. I like it. You do? Yeah. Yeah. You go like, it's, it's its own cipher. Copy uh, Eternal Witness. Well, you, it's got cipher. You don't even need to... Yeah, it sets itself up. You can just huh? copy... No, I know. Yeah. You want to keep copying Eternal Witnesses. Oh, right. I see. But you want the creature to get through. Oh, well... Yeah. yeah. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Uh, we all, we already drew every card in our deck. I'm yeah. sure a lot of these cards have sweet names. Like Totally Lost is sweet, Void Walk is sweet, and Way of the Thief are all sweet names. But let's talk about black. 
Uh, keep going. <laughs> None of these are good. Keep going. You like Death Death's approach seems like you know. I mean, we've seen just minus X minus X. Minus one. It's, it's got the it's got the yeah. most important thing. Yeah, you like a black removal, a black conditional removal spell that costs one. Yeah. Done. And done. In. Played. Devour. Devour flesh. flesh. Edict of flashers. Yeah, right. that card's fine, right? It's yeah. certainly gonna certainly gonna get played. Yeah, it's just yeah. way worse than Diabolic Edict. Isn't yes, it? it is. Yep. All right. And all right. In. <laughs> and it's getting played. Dying Wish. What's this uh, one? It's an enchant creature you control, and then when enchanted creature dies, those two sentences, like whenever the sentence enchant creature you control, when enchanted creature dies, generally just keep just going. Keep going. Just keep you going. don't read to the end. Gateway of the Shade. Keep going. Just <laughs> uh, spectacle. Well, Destroy target, non-artifact creature, it's controller, puts a number of cards in. What's up with all the milling cards? That's what Demir does. Stupid. Four, four mana instant, destroy target, non-artifact creature. Not good enough. Yeah. Keep going. Right, people are playing murder right now, right? Murder. Uh, gutter Skulk, just a rat. It's a zombie and a rat, Brian. Yeah, I'm sorry. You're right, it's true. Uh, Killing Glares, that looks sweet. That card has a lot of text. No. Illness in the ranks. Lord of the Void. This one is this one sweet. Seven mana. It's not mythic. six. We're really looking for sixes here. Ogre Slumlord is a five. The Midnight Recovery was a brutal card in at the pre-release. Like just playing some attrition game early, and then your opponent, like the Orzhov opponent, hits that on their unblockable rogue guy and just starts hitting you and paying, extorting, and regrowing a creature spell. No. 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 How much does it cost? Uh, it costs four. Three and a black. Uh, I can see this card. I can actually see this being played. Shadow Alley Denizen. 1-1 one, one for B. Uh, I don't know what deck it is, but I'm saying this seems like a card that absolutely gets played in some sort of black aggressive deck. It's not awful. Yeah, I mean, it's not it's not great, right? But it certainly gets played. Whenever another black creature enters the battlefield and your control target creature gains Intimidate. Bring bring something back from the bin. Yeah. Bring Gravecrawler yeah. back and Intimidate. Yeah, yeah. I think I mean, it's fine. Yeah. All right. I've played a lot of <laughs> terrible cards. Yeah, and that's <laughs> fine. It hits my threshold. Smog Elemental comes with googly eyes. Yeah, pre-googled. Yeah. Uh, so, six mana. This is six. No thanks. Three three <laughs> three three engineered plague for your opponent's flying creatures. Wow, it's really flexible and powerful. <laughs> not and not. Alright. Uh one a one one for one with extort. Uh and it's parasite. Got pay two, remove a counter. Yeah. Oh, I might play that. It's way better than that crappy intimidate guy. No, it's different. You're getting an incremental advantage for a small cost. It's exactly the same. Here's a six. Undercity Plague. It doesn't, it's not a six creature. It's a six map. Yeah, it's really bad yeah. against Lingering Souls. Yes. Or players with land. <laughs> what we got here? Cinder Elemental. Keep going. Uh, well, Act of Treason, just talk about Limited for a second. Just threaten, yeah? Yeah, but I mean, it's... Great so, against Battalion. It's so good in this format. It's great against Battalion? It's great against Battalion. Yeah, you steal their best Battalion guy and then attack with Oh, okay, guys. got it. Or, as like, 
you know, on a slow draw with the you know two battalion guys, and your opponent's been just killing creatures on you to keep you off battalion, and then you just steal their guy and get in for a battalion swing. I like this crappy, this crappy primeval titan. I'll play it. Yeah, it's it. going to be very dangerous to tap out in this format. Yeah. There's so many ways to hit really hard almost out of nowhere. Steve, how high are you going to draft Bomber Course? It's a two uh, mana, one two with Battalion. Whenever it attacks and meets Battalion requirements, it deals one damage to target creature or player. Potentially first. Yeah. Yeah. I like how he called it Bomber Core, and I would say, uh, would you say Bomber Core? Bomber Core. I would have said Bomber Corpse. Bomber. Yeah, like, it's a so both of us got one of the two words wrong. Yes. <laughs> he said bomber corpse. That's how we roll on top eight magic. <laughs> and I said bomber corpse. Like, clearly my corpse is wrong. <laughs> like, maybe it should be just be called uh, bomber corpse. Bomber corpse. That's like a, a hobbit. Can you imagine like a big fat guy smoking a pipe? Peter, Peter Jackson didn't put bomber corpse in the first <laughs> Bomber corpse is my favorite hobbit. He invented golf. Bomber corpse since I was a wee hobbit lad. Bomber Corpse dishwashing songs of all the <laughs> Top 8 Magic. Go, go buy Decade. www.topaidmagic.com. Is it like slash Decade? So, yeah, just, sure. just navigate to Decade. So I just you, signed a bunch. You see yourself. My kids need to go to college. Maybe. First pick in this guy in Boros. I want to I wanna play more, but I can see myself taking him first. What about you, Fernando? This seems like oh, your yeah. kind of card. Yeah, I like... Like, there's, there's, like, assuming that you're in a position, if you have, like, two or three of these guys, like, stupid stuff starts to happen. uh, Kevin on texted me from the pre-release that Bomber Corpse is the best, best longbow since longbow. Oh, wow. I mean, the problem, the the problem being you gotta keep getting your guys through, you know, you gotta, like, this guy's, like, like group games, right? Yeah. He's good in group games. Yes, he's very good. So he All just, the primordials are really good. In so he just games. basically just like gets one perm for me, right? In yeah. IRL games, this guy is much better in group games. It's his Deluvian, Deluvian primordial. primordial. Fly- oh, he's flying. Oh, I could see myself sideboarding in. No, that's no parameter fun. in control mirrors. I uh, in, in limited or in constructed. In, really? Yeah. You play gates. Maybe Steve. Eight ten gates. Play this on turn two. There's nothing. I got. I got. They can do. What if we just go stupid staff of nims? That's a six. It's pretty. It's pretty high impact card. What do you think about what Steve just said about crackling perimeter, though? Oh, I don't know. It has. It has the word gate in it. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can just dominate. I I could see. Mirrors. I could see this being a card in draft, where you just draft like one or two, you know, one of these maybe, and then you just like all the gates and all whatever removal, yeah. like just like all the best cards and just like fight, fight attrition and then like your opponents, you know, you just so ping them out with You this. think you could play this in a constructed? That's what he was saying. Yeah. With gates? So. Yeah. What colors are you? Rug? All. I have a bunch of gates, remember? <laughs> yeah. I, like, I don't even know if I would bother disenchanting that. All right, Steve. First pick, first pack. You have a bomber corpse or an ember beast. Ember beast. Steve. Steve's always been known to, to love an ember beast. So good. If you have two of them, they can they, attack together. <laughs> they hold hands. All right. Uh, five alarm fire. I like that one. 
seems like the kind of card you would like. Me? Yeah. yeah. Whenever a creature you control deals combat damage, put a blaze counter on fire. fire. Remove fi- it, it doesn't go away. You just remove right. five counters. Right. It deals combat damage to anything. Right. Oh, that's true. Oh, wow. That's I didn't even realize that. So, like, even if I'm just running my guys into your guys, mm-hmm. I'm putting counters on this. And planeswalkers. Yeah. So this is great with lingering souls. Oh, wow. Or bomber corpse. I'm not sure why, <laughs> but I just wanted to say Bomber Corpse. Oh, ling- Lingering Souls and Battalion's going to be... Irrelevant. Really? <laughs> yeah. No one's going to Battalion and Constructive. Are you sure? They're just going to kill the Battalion guy. I like the Goblin guy that has Battalion. I mean, not not zero, but not very much, I don't think. Foundry Street Denizen seems like it's, that's got Steve Satan written all over it. Oh, that card's really good. What about Hell Hype? <laughs> Boundary Street Denizen. Like, this guy attacks for two on turn two. Maybe. Maybe attack for three. They're, the thing is, the one-drops are just way too good now. Yeah. It saddens me that I'm not going to play that. Probably. <laughs> I mean, like, this is, have you played Rakdos Cackler? The one-drops are so good. He's good. It's really crazy. Hell, Hellkite Tyrant. Cost six. Can I get 20 artifacts? <laughs> Like, I mean, well, gaining, you draw control, your whole deck. gaining control of all your opponent's artifacts is probably not relevant. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the most dangerous artifact they could have? Like, a Staff of Nin and, a, and, a, and like, a Rakdos... Uh, you were going to get... A Rakdos Kirin? And that's only me. Your opponent's going to, like... Your opponent's going <laughs> to unexpected results their Hellkite Tyrant into play on turn three and mess you up. Um, I'm going to unexpected results in turn minutes back. <laughs> Hellraiser Goblin, to me, seems like a really interesting card. It seems like a combo card. Three mana for a 2-2, but it has creatures you control, have haste, and attack each combat if able. So, like, we were, we were talking about Immortal Servitude before. So, in theory, like, if you could mulch and Tracker's Instinct and Grizzly Salvage up your deck to a point where you're Immortal Servituding for three, and you have enough threes, like, there's some sort of combo in there. That's... I mean, I don't know what it is, but... Uh, I'm not... No, I'm not impressed. Okay. He I'm, himself has haste, though. You know, he's still like a... Sure, but God all of the cards you want to play after that that are good right already now have already haste. have haste. Oh, that's a good point. So, yeah. You don't have a Sapling Burst or a Blastoderm. And that's not true. Huntmaster doesn't have haste. Yeah, but you don't want to expose Huntmaster. You don't... His goal in life is to not attack as a 2-2 and not block. He'll figure out He's set up, man. Yeah. Oh, you were talking about, like, Borosy, you know, hero blade hold after this oh, guy wow. is insane. All right. Um, oh, homing Lightning. Homing Lightning's an interesting card. It's kind of like uh, the red uh, Maelstrom Pulse. I was thinking more like the red Sever the Bloodline. Sure. I mean, Before? that's just substantially worse than both of those cards. Yeah, well, <laughs> I mean, what, what what situation are you going to want to deal four damage to each other creature? Of that oh, name. Of that name. How often is that going to be relevant? Uh, tokens. Yeah, it kills a Restoration Angel, or it kills a bunch of Spirit Tokens. Right. Uh, I don't know, it doesn't... Theoretically, kills, occasionally kills two spirit Resto Angels, I guess. It can kill mul- multiple beasts, like, from Thrag Tusk, and then, like, uh, Garrett Tokens. Yeah. It doesn't hit players, though. No. It's not good. No. Okay. Uh, Legion Loyalist. I love that guy. Yeah, Haste 1-1 one, one for 1. 
with battalion, and when it, uh, it meets the battalion requirements, creatures you control gain first strike and trample. It can't be blocked by creature tokens. That guy's, like, way better than Raging Joblin. I can see myself playing that. He's a guy that trample. And first strike. Yeah. Madcap Skills is a sweet name. Yeah, it's it's I hate oh God. I I like for the most part really like the art in this set. I hate the art on this card. Yeah, it looks like Bro, a chill. <laughs> He's got Madcap Skills. That's a planeswalker you're talking about. Who which one? That's Donald Rodden yeah. playing What? <laughs> playing Guitar Hero? <laughs> Why does he look like such like a homeless bum on his own card, but <laughs> Madcap Skills he looks like a baller? Is that him? He's like, hey man, I sure. need money for for weed. It's <laughs> <laughs> like the guy in Times Square. That guy Square. does not use weed. <laughs> look, look at this. Neither does the guy in Times Square. He's got a light weed. show. This guy's got he's got way different drugs than weed. He's the opposite. Of weed. Uh, yeah, whatever. This card's really awesome and limited, obviously. Madcap Skills. I don't know. No, wait, Madcap Skills Unlimited? I think it's supposed to be really good. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it seems... Plus three, plus zero can't be blocked except by two or more creatures. It's just like a finisher, right? You're just gonna... Find me some sixes. Let's go. There are no sixes. It's really weird. It's uh, Molten Primordial is a seven. Uh, oh, Ripscale Predator. Here's a six. No. Four RR. <laughs> can't be blocked except by two or more creatures. Why are these sixes all jokes? <laughs> Uh, Skinbrand Goblin. I might, I might play Skinbrand Goblin. So this is Blood Rush. Target attacking creature gets plus two, plus one until end of turn. That's, oh, th- this is only target attacking creature? All the Blood all Rush cards. Oh they, oh, they all are. Yeah. Oh, okay. I probably played Blood Rush wrong at some point this weekend. Oh. Nice job, Savage Sheets. Let's keep yeah. Tavern uh, Thunderfish, Shanktail. Next. Dreen. But just not a card that's ever going to play constructive. I think Adaptive Snapjaw is one of the best designed cards in this set. I love it. It's five for a six two evolve. Oh, because his toughness is so low. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and and it it's just like such a perfect card for the evolved decks. Like it gives them just something to do on the top end, and yeah, yeah. And it's just I've just been so happy with it. It's the cycle of the old yeah, ways. Awesome. You were saying that it bumps up all of your lower right. evolve guys. And then and then your and lower and your lower evolve guys, which a lot of times are 03 and 04 to start, like in the mid games, pump him up. You know, when you play yeah. when you play a creature with bigger toughness, like uh, you play a Croconora, or you play uh, whatever the Cassis is, the the 04 that's unblockable. So uh, let's see. Looking for green cards. Looking for experiment one. People seem very excited about this. He's, game. A, he's human. He's basically a, a champion of the parish. Five, six, seven, and eight. Right. Green, green, white humans, right? Mm-hmm. Sure. Seems fine. Uh, untapped target gate for Steve's gate, gate, gate deck. deck. Ping, ping. Ah, you get to do one with that. You liked Gyrus Age in your preview. How do you feel about him now? Now that you've had a chance to think about him, I think like. He has some upside, and I, I don't know. I probably will never play him. Yeah. Mike made a wrinkly really? nose face. Plus, seems good. I, I don't think I would ever play him. He doesn't tap for mana himself. He needs to evolve. How good would Ivy oh, Lane... Uh, okay. how, how good would Ivy Lane Denizen be if it would cost, like, one or two, like, all the other Denizens? 
Like, just, <laughs> yeah, that's what happens when you take a four drop and just be like, hey, what if we made it a one drop? Yeah. <laughs> then it would be Urza's Saga. Uh, <laughs> I love Ooze Fox. I just haven't had a chance to play with it this weekend. Do all sorts of fun stuff. We talked about it already, though. Uh, I'm for looking si- for sixes. I'm looking for sixes too, here, buddy. I got a scarf Goliath. He's it's an eight. Any interest? Can I interest you in an eight? I mean, we don't have any sixes at the moment. I'll keep going. Perhaps I can upsell you. <laughs> Tower defense. That's not. No, there's just no sixes in this stupid set. No, no, <laughs> there aren't there. Maybe there's a six. You can street sweeper. Oh. <laughs> Street sweeper. Keep going. Glaring keep spotlight. moving. You're saying keep moving? <laughs> Come on, sixes. Let's so go. So gla- glaring spotlight. Play playable or not in in standard? I don't think so. Playable or not in standard? Is it better than just a Rathiad? I might. Uh, I don't like it. After everything I you said about it. blind obedience, cool. you're really going to entertain Brand, Brandon Chill. Would you play glaring spotlight in standard? That's the glaring the creatures your opponent control with hexproof. Yeah. All right. I'm, I, I could I could definitely see playing. It has an ability for your for your yeah I, stuff. But it's just like a card. Yeah. Yeah. There are no sixes for you to be had. We're just gonna be staffing then, Steve. No. Draw. No. Actually, the hexproof deck and the hexproof mirror. Oh. Hexproof mirrors are going to be really kind of bizarre. You don't think people are just going to... I mean, the in in the Grand Prix, it was just like the dude with the bigger creatures one, right? So you think you just, you, just, you just readjust and you just ignore Hexproof and you just play like normal magic? You're like, okay. It's just like, imagine you're playing magic before we had all these fancy so, cards. We just played the stupid it, Now that Hexproof players... Have to prepare for other hexproof players. They might do some weird stuff with their sideboard. Like, they might have their own supreme verdicts in their board. Yeah, I think that part of the advantage of hexproof players is they could just negate the more powerful decks who are just going to wrap them. Um, I don't know. That deck seemed like it was interesting. So, so it was great that weekend. What are what are the top three cards for you? In this I mean, set? not counting stomping ground. Not counting, not counting stomping, stomping ground. Stomping ground, I think, is the best card. Okay. Uh, I like prime speakers in Aga. I like um, skull crack, and I really like blind obedience. I like cloudfin rafter. Uh, and then the the ghost council was his name, Obdizat. Yeah. Those like the five cards. What about you, Fernando? What what, what, you, you always have, like, some crazy deck that you want to build as soon as the spoiler comes out. Like, like what's I, the card you want to play with here? I just want to build, like, three different decks that all have Cloud and Rapper in them. Like, I think he's just that good. I, I'm with you on that. I, I love him. I think he's just awesome. Who was the first one to love Cloud and Rapper? Me? No, you, were, you pointed out Geist of St. Trap. Yeah, pointed out all the things you could do with it. I liked it originally. I think it's sweet. I really like Goblin Loyalist, or the Battalion guy. Yeah, he seems really good. Uh, and another one of my, another card I like in this, that I think is really well designed, is the uh, the Boros Angel, the Mythic. The 3-3 three, three for 4? No, the other one. The, the six happened. mana, and you get two combat steps. That with Hellrider, you just get two combat steps with Hellrider. 
Oh, that's a sex. Hilarious, hilarious furry, also. That's it. That's a sex for you. Six men and three, four. How much does, like, Gisela cost? Seven? Gisela, Sigurda's five, Gisela's seven. What's the blue-white one? Uh, Bridget. Bridget, she's six. That's a six. But she's just, like, no text. (laughs) (laughs) She's, like, the biggest text box on earth that doesn't say anything. Get a lot of the champions. You play Rubble Hulk. Rubble Hulk's a six. It starts out as a four, four. Yeah. Maybe. Could be three three if he had some health. <laughs> I'm getting staffinants. Are there any planeswalkers? On six? Yeah. No. I, don't I think. mean, you could just like cheat Tamios in the play. Yeah, I mean, you're just like getting discounts on your more. But this is like the kind of deck that PV says you always have to be a little bit wary of, right? It's powerful, but you get these I'm draws not that are like. To be I mean, I'll build this deck and play the hell out of it for fun. How, how can you not be convinced it's powerful? It can just win the game on it's, the third it's, turn. It's powerful but inconsistent, right? Not third turn, fourth turn. No, it can win the game on the third turn. Virtually. No, you cast uh, whatever the thing is, the the unpredictable outcome. Yeah, unexpected on outcome. On turn three, play Omniscience, get Omniscience with it, and then win the game with the Omniscience oh. to play. Oh, oh if you're Fair. doing it that way. That's fair. Ish. No, it's not fair. It's really powerful. If you don't have experiment, and even if you have experiment, if you don't hit... It's a plus-value play a so, lot of the time. So, right? um, so omniscience... So, your deck so, so, so it's turn three, right? Yeah. It's turn three. We've drawn seven cards. Okay? 53 cards left in our deck. Yeah. Okay? Now, it's turn... We, have we, we've um, far-seeked. Okay. So, 52 cards, and then we've drawn on turns two and three. So, it's 50 cards left in our deck. When we hit, when we play, or when we play unexpected results. So, you're saying I'm less than one in ten. If I have not yet already drawn. If you <laughs> right. If your hand is not three yeah. copies of Omniscience. Because you have to play four of it, right? Yeah, you have to. I mean, it's exciting when it happens, but it seems it seems so wildly unpredictable. It's a point. I mean, you just win regular games by ramping and casting powerful cards. Yeah, but you also lose games by drawing powerful cards that you can't cast. That's how magic works. Like not like not the, yeah, no 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 like the the, the like the Vant decks. Like tell that to anyone who's ever cast like a turn fifteen Rakdos Cackler. Like oh man. My deck is really, really good if I win the game on turn four. I just drew a turn 15 Rakdos Cackler. That's just how it is. Yeah, but that's... Like they that's, made the game so that it would be like that. It's not like sure, it was back in the day. But you're... But it could be turn 15 of this game, and you still couldn't cast some of the cards in your deck. Like, I think that I think that you have, like, a, a, a different outlook on, like, the Bant deck than the Bant deck could be represented by even some of the best Bant pilots. Like, Andrew says that the thing that's wrong with Magic is if he's playing the Bant, you know, he's one of the primary designers of the Bant deck, if he goes second and he's playing against Black Red, he just will always lose if they have a reasonable hand. So if there's no combination of cards in Magic that defeat your opponent going like 2-1, 2-2-2-2, go. There's no cards. He can His best place to play a Farseek, if he doesn't have a, even if he has a Supreme Verdict, he's taken a massive amount of damage. Supreme Verdicts, and then they just hit him with a Hellrider. Like, if he doesn't have a Thraxxus Condiment, even if he does, he might just die to right. a, a Thunder Mile Hellkite. And that's what he deserves for not playing that many one-two-minute answers. 
No, but there's none. They don't have any in Magic. In Standard. What are you going to play? He's playing Bant. Okay, but he's asking for it. <laughs> the deck is one of the best designed Thanks, decks in the history. <laughs> it's one of the best designed decks in the history of Magic, and it's won multiple huge tournaments. Like, in the hands of excellent players. Sure, but that's that's a matchup question. That's not a matter of just drawing cards. No, in. I'm just saying, like, you, you're, you're, you're putting up this wall, like, it's like, oh, this should be a hard stop on whether or not we can explore an idea. No, that's no, no, no. That's just no, how magic I, I, is. I'm, 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 you know me. I'm, you know I'm perfectly comfortable to, to explore an idea. I mean, I, I just I just think Especially that... Especially if it's a clunky blue-green idea. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I said I will play the hell out of this deck. I just don't think... I, I just... I don't see how it can be... I'm, I, as of yet, unconvinced that it can be consistent enough to be viable. But it doesn't have to be consistent. I'm just saying that... You're saying that it's consistent. There's decks that give you enough time to just cast all of your cards. Sure. Like, you cast... All of your cards have a fundamentally do things that are interesting and powerful, right? You just cast these cards, and they appear on the table, and you're so going... I cast, on, so I cast unexpected results. Yeah. Then my opponent really is furious me for one. <laughs> Well, that's a matchup question. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe it was a land. Maybe. Right. My top three is Aurelius Fury, Skullcrack, and Prime Speaker. You like Aurelius Fury more than Obzat? Yeah. And Cloudman Raptor? Yeah. yeah. I think this card is definitely going to have a really big impact on Standard for the duration of its legality. I'm, I'm big on Skullcrack, obviously. I'm big on Prime Speaker, obviously. And I think Assemble the Legion's going to be... I, I think that card's just going to be really good. I don't know I don't know if it'll be this exist, extant, sure. you know, standard format that we're about to go into. You don't have to attack, right? They just have haste. They just, yeah, they just you have haste. used to contain a Geist, right? Yeah, it's... Yeah, I mean, contain and eventually just overwhelm a Geist. Oh, it's not like it. We're talking about a Geist. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, okay, block a Geist. Next turn, block a Geist, attack for one. Next turn, he's, block a Geist, attack for you three. You sound like the same player who thinks that Kobe Bryant's going to be keep racking up these 15 assist games. Like, about one game, and I was like, I didn't take 50 shots last night. What? Wakes up in the middle of the night. What's wrong? What? Oh, I didn't take 50 shots. He has to wake up in the middle of the night and take 40 more shots. <laughs> 35 <laughs> shot attempts lower than usual last night. What happened? So you don't think you don't think uh Imagine could, how much we would have won by I mean he is he, like interview he's, he's just like, he's like I could take him one on one. You ask him. I could take him one. It was just like nothing but him claiming that he could take LeBron, Tracy, McGrady, and, and Kyrie Irving never one lost on one. the game one on one. He's just it's like, yeah, Kyrie could play, but he knows who would win. I'm like you're like a 36 year old man with no have you, knees. Have you seen? Uh, have you seen? They've been talking about like Olympic basketball for the next Olympics. Talking about adding one on one and adding three v three as Olympic. Who would you take as your one on one player for USA? Yeah, you take Bryant. Yeah. No, I'm not taking Bryant. <laughs> not bad, but now. <laughs> uh, no, I would. Durant, I would take Durant or LeBron. Durant. I think you probably take. I mean, think about it. It's actually kind of an interesting metagame question, right? Because those guys can't guard a lot of players. It depends on what you're... What you're uh, I might take Mellow. What about Duncan? Never misses inside an insane defender. Mellow, he has to get back. One-on-one, he has to get back. Is it full court or half court? <laughs> I mean, half court, one-on-one. I think like, 
Duncan, I mean, he, I understand he's old, but... Yeah. Like... I'd consider Mellow. Honestly. Mellow is really hard to stop. Like, what, okay, what if you just took Chandler? Chandler. <laughs> <laughs> Good luck getting past him offensively, what's your, what's and he's an insane offensive what's player your, per what, shot. What's your 3v3 team? My 3v3. What's your basketball team, Rach? Like, if you have to pick an American team of three players to play against, you know, so, Cert, they're playing against the Gasals and Serge Ibaka. Oh, so <laughs> nobody knows what the strat is. It's a whole new game, yeah, right? Yeah, I don't know. You probably take, like... Oh, I have to take Americans? You have to take Americans. I think I'd take, like, Irving Paul LeBron, or, like, Paul LeBron Durant. Who's going to stop them? Like, if your team Paul is... seems like a liability. So, sorry, you take Irving Durant LeBron... Three completely unstoppable offensive Irving players. Seems like a liability. Irving is. Did you ever watch him play offense? Yeah. He scores everywhere. He's the only player who could. He's the only player who shoots at his percentage both inside and outside the. Key. He's the only player in the league who shoots forty five percent inside the key and forty five percent inside the key and forty percent outside the key. He can't. He's Jason a, Kidd doesn't. Jason, you think Jason? Yeah, I'm, shoot not putting, I'm, not Jason the no, I'm not putting Jason Kidd in there, but. Uh, J- and he's insanely fast. Like, kid, Kid's been insane. Oh, I love Kid. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But I mean, like, if you take Westbrook, I thought you wanted to win. <laughs> you, you you would rather have Westbrook than Irving as an offensive like. It's such a weird. Fo- it's such a weird form yeah. because like people's shots are so much less contested. I think in three v three, you can't you, double you team can't anyone double ever. Team you can't double team anyone ever. I think Irving's like the perfect player. He's like such a good offensive I player. I think Westbrook's better than Irving in this format, but not inconsiderable. I mean, it just West, statistically is, speaking, Irving has great. Irving's better than Westbrook vision. in every single no, way. He has great sports vision. <laughs> well, Westbrook's taller, but Irving's like Irving's actually has better stats than five every on five. On five on five, he's not as athletic as Westbrook. I don't think he's not a, as strong. I don't think he's a perfect he's not player. He's on D. But the the strategy I was forwarding was just to play three insanely fast offensive players. Three people who were really good at five on five. I mean, you're it's really not going to take game. Durant and LeBron. <laughs> I'm taking Durant and LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> who, who are you taking as your third? Nash. You <laughs> <laughs> just so pass LeBron Durant. <laughs> Westbrook, LeBron. What if you just took the three best scorers? What if you just went like <laughs> LeBron, Melo, and uh, Durant. and Durant? I think like, <laughs> I think Westbrook's better in this format than Durant. Yeah. Okay. There's no format that Westbrook's better. Than. <laughs> Durant's the best player in the league this year. <laughs> I have a hard time accepting Westbrook <laughs> is better than Durant at anything. I mean, like, Durant. <laughs> I mean, I think if you're gonna, if you're not gonna, just take Harden if you if you want to like. No, be, Harden's not as athletic as Westbrook. I don't understand. I'd way you know. rather have Harden on a five-on-five game. Like Harden it's a totally different scores game. the ball way better than Westbrook in and, five, and man. he doesn't turn the ball over as much as Westbrook. Westbrook leads the league in turnovers. He's driving in to a really clogged lane all the time, he's making all these insane. Plays. Yeah, like, but the thing that you like Westbrook for, like, I don't think Irving's a perfect player by any means. Irving's actually just better at the things that, that you want to play Westbrook for. He's just not as tall. All, right, all I know, and I'm going to close on this, is by one of my Facebook 
things just showed up as I was closing out my computer is Dwayne Patterson and Ronaldo Jackson were arrested for stealing $65,000 worth of chicken wings. What? <laughs> in Gwinnett County, Georgia. <laughs> just saying. $65,000 in chicken wings. But why would you take Mellow? Because you're a Knicks fan. Have you watched him play? I mean, the, you think Mello is better than Durant at the things that... that, that I think that Mello is better at defense than Durant, and I think that he's almost as good of a scorer. I think that Durant is the best scorer in the league, but I think Mello is better on defense. I would have to look at their stat lines. I, I, it's not, I find that hard to believe. It, this isn't about NBA stat lines. This yeah, that's what it's a really it's a really it's a really interesting format. Cuz also you know what would happen? Like all the Americans would have to like go to qualify like you'd actually have like qualifiers like it would be like PTQs, three man team PTQs. Yeah, I mean, like teams like, that actually need to qualify. Like LeBron would sit there and say, "Are you really going to make me play in this qualifier?" Yeah. It was yeah, like back when John fell off the pro tour and he was just like, "I'm not going to play in a PTQ." So unless they make up a Hall of Fame or something, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> like like they would actually, you know, I in my in my world in my brain, they would have to actually play. You know, qual- you'd actually have to qualify for this because who wouldn't go to those qualifiers? <laughs> like you'd sell out a read. Can you imagine? Like, are they gonna play full court or half like, court? Like, it's like Westbrook Harden. It's like Westbrook Harden and someone versus like and Kyrie versus Mellow Durant. And LeBron. Okay, that's not going to be a close Mello, game. Durant, LeBron is probably just the way to go. Yeah. <laughs> they're just so unstoppable. They're, like, they're all so big. Yeah. And they're all fast. Yeah, they're just so unstoppable. And they can all shoot from anywhere. Surely you have a better option than Melo. You, you don't watch basketball. I've watched lots of basketball. No, you don't. You look no. at Excel spreadsheets. You watch... I Kyrie watch or more basketball than he does. There's no, 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 no way. chance. No chance. There's no way you watch more basketball than I do. I mean, I know you have a, a, some sort of cross section of the eye test and being a Knicks fan that makes you think Melo's so great. But he's just not in the same league as Durant. I don't understand this. For years, Brian's been trying to convince me how good Durant is. I, I, I don't understand. Durant's awesome. I think that Durant is the best scorer in the league. I mean, like, I don't think Melo's the best offensive player you could pick as a Nick. You could just pick, you just pick Tyson. Uh, Chan, not, Chan Tyson Chandler's not the best player for this format. I don't think. I, I think you could pick be, different. No. <laughs> <laughs> he well, might be, well, he he might be an insane one-on-one player. I don't hey, can know. you imagine the Spanish team? Like, they just run the front court of the Spanish team from the finals. What is it just, it's just Gasol, Gasol, and Ibaka. Okay, that team's going to get torched by the teams we were yeah. talking about. Like, are they? Maybe. Are they? Yeah, like... Can't they just get physical with them? Also, no, because they're getting... Also, is it who takes the ball out? No, <laughs> this we is, don't know. We don't know no, who takes the, the ball out. This is out. the big problem with your strategy. Hold on. What's it? How many... Well, it's not my strategy. I mean, That's just what Spain has to do. I mean, maybe they sit Marcus all for Calderon. So the, 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 How's Rudy doing these days? So the problem is, like, how many goaltends is Ibaka getting hit called for in this game? All right, Mike. Like, like all you have is, like, your Durant Mellow team taking mid-range jumpers on them, right? How are they supposed to defend that? Mike, they're going to scramble in, they're going to pass to LeBron. <laughs> this is a re- the big strategy is not good in 3-on-3. Three three. What if you take the ball out when you score? 
Oh, it's make it take. I don't know. Maybe oh there's so many questions. This I don't even understand. And there's only three players. You might not be able to inbounds against that team. <laughs> Their arms are so long. Like, and who's gonna be able to inbounds against a Baka Gasol Gasol? <laughs> like Kyrie's gonna be like, hey, quick, quick. under the legs. There's gonna be end one inbounding. <laughs> wow, this is an insane format. Why? It has to be half court. You can't make them play. It has to be half court. Like, what if it's double court? <laughs> Canadian football rules. Yeah, this is like this is like this is almost like three man constructed. Like like the Spanish strategy is just like we must score once. <laughs> I think Ibaka's gonna get called for a lot of goaltends if that's the team that you put up. Do they call goaltending in this game? I don't know. I think they would still call goaltending. I don't know. I don't know. But like, I mean. How are they going to stop the, like, the team that we're talking about, like, the small forward team is just going to play at the mid-range, right? Like, the other team's not mobile enough to defend them at mid-range. What, what if it's make-and-take? If it's make-and-take, then... It's, I don't know how you inbound if it's make-and-take. That's the problem. <laughs> like, <coughs> yeah? See, this would be the best thing that could ever happen, though. It would be so exciting. It would be a destruction of the sport of basketball. I mean, this would just basically, Why? like... This, it'd be like if they. I mean, decide- you get a medal. You still, you're still playing. You're still playing. Also, oh by the way, so this might be different because you might not be able to play in this if you're on the gold medal. If you're on like no, you might. Oh, I didn't even think about this. No, if you're, if you're on five, if you're on the the full roster, like if you're on the no, they let they so let Michael Phelps medal in team <laughs> medley and in individual. I don't know that you could play that much basketball though. Kobe could. Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. He's like, nobody can cover me. <laughs> you guys saw that. He's like, like, I am the best one-on-one, three-on-three, five-on-five parlay player in Olympic history. <laughs> Don't get me started on what I do at nine-on-nine, double court. <laughs> the best is like, you ask you gotta, you got to call this podcast nine-on-nine, double court. Okay, nine-on-nine, double court. It's like... It's like you asked T-Mac. You asked him who won the one-on-one. <laughs> and T-Mac, T-Mac said, I don't remember. I'm still just so sad about how my career ended. But T-Mac won on that run. Nobody even talked about the fact, didn't the Spurs shatter his run? They had 22 straight games or something. Remember T-Mac's run with, with Yao? Oh, they kept winning. They kept winning. It was crazy. They didn't lose until the, the West Finals, two games winning. into the West Finals. I couldn't believe it. They're really They were good. so good. And then they got broken. They exploded. Yeah. Their two best players just broke. Do you think John Wall's ever going like, to be he, anything? I think. Is he just like the mini Greg Oden? Well, and... It, okay, Greg so Oden's going to make a say, comeback. No, yeah. Uh, no, he just wants the free health care. Well, the Mavs... He, does, he doesn't have good insurance. The Mavs, uh... What do you call it? They're like, like D-League they, affiliates trying to get Iverson. Yeah, that... D-League, D-League Iverson? Can you believe it? Well, no, they want to get him back into the NBA. But well, the D-League team is the one that's going for him. For the yeah, but they're going to... He's like 39 years old. Um, Mark, Mark Cuban... <laughs> Mark Cuban just wants to put some bucks in. It's a new, right, it's Mark, a new, Mark Cuban it's, cares about it's, winning. It's a, new, it's a new strategy called Mosey Ball. <laughs> It's like we're old and we mosey up the court. I mean, like, whatever. 2008 Spurs, 
flabby arms, big bellies. <laughs> Fifty wins. <laughs> Whatever. I mean, I, I wish we could keep Kid on the court more. Like Kid's oh, no. been so insane. We're saving him and Sheed for the like, playoffs. He's so much. He's so We're much. Saving Sheed for the playoffs. Yeah. Sheed's coming back. Sheed said he's practicing this week. Mike Woodson said, this is news to me. <laughs> she said, I'm going back to practice. Like, Mike Woodson's like, no, he's not. And he's like, yes, I am. They all back and forth in the press. Like, like ball, she doesn't lie. Ball, ball of the feet don't lie. Because <laughs> she's like, Barry Joe, blood clot. <laughs> he's just going to lie in bed for six months. I'll probably get really that's, good at yeah, that's, that's That's just going to be brutal to come back. He's probably her. not going to be. He's going to be so deconditioned. Like, if he can't, just... Like, even if you're, like... His whole game is being a fire plug, so... Like, even if you're just, like, a broken foot or something, like, there's still all this stuff that they can do to stay cardiac, you know... No, he can't. Stay cardiac, shape. he can't do anything. So he's just going to be, like... That's going to take him, like, six months just to get... Jeff Green came back from heart surgery. Yeah, that's true. Was he was he as bad before heart surgery? Huh? Oh, yeah. It, it, he you is, know the joke? He is. Hey, Doc... When I get back, <laughs> am I going to be able to play piano? <laughs> I, I, oh, man, he, he just does some stupid stuff. Nine on nine double court? The nine on nine double court. Text me. I'm not going to remember that. He's no... Uh, who's, who, hey, who's Doc Rivers, when I recover from heart surgery, he's no, I'm going to be... He's no, jo- he's no Josh Smith when it comes to knuckleheadedness. Oof. What happened to him? That guy used to be like one of the best players he in is, the league. Did you, watch, did you watch the game against the Knicks? No. He like... So, the Knicks are down by one, mm-hmm. and there's like 20 seconds left on the game, in the clock. Josh Smith is bringing the ball up court. Because, like and, you do as a power forward. And he has a backcourt violation, and turns the ball over to the Knicks. I was watching the game and then, sound. I literally had no idea what was and happening. And then, then the, Knicks, the Knicks didn't make the shot, and then... They're going back up court, and Josh Smith offensive foul someone. He literally just goes up to the guy and knees him in the thigh. It's not even like, <laughs> it's not even like, oops, I we got tangled up. He just actually just kicks J.R. Smith in the thigh with his knee and turns the ball over again, and then the Knicks win. Well, Whoa. don't forget. Oh, no, 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 there's, there's more. more. There's two more. more. <laughs> Josh Smith plays. You're leaving it all within thirty seconds. Yeah. So Mello. Right. Being guarded by Josh Smith, just jukes him, gets fouled, gets an and one. Yeah, gets slapped in the head while he's Five. making his yeah. easy layup. Just blows right past Josh Smith, but Josh gets a nice little slap in. So now Knicks are up two. With seven seconds left or 12 seconds yeah. left, something like that. Goes up the court, dribbling, dribbling, dribbling. Breaks the three, game over. Yeah, open look. Just I mean... If he just didn't take those long jumpers, yeah, he's he was just. Well, so what happened? To the, Atlanta was like really good at the beginning of the season, right? They're still good. They're fine. They they're, over, they're, they're over five hundred. They're what? They're three, three, four, four, four games back. Or did they do some sort they're of implosion? Now, implosion skid for a while. No. Yeah, they had a, they had a little bit of a they had a little bit of a run. But they're they're talking about trading Josh Smith, right? To, who wants it? Plenty of people. He's really talented. He's just. A knucklehead yeah, but I mean, like, coach if you killer. can't do anything with him because he's a knucklehead coach killer, then he's not going to contribute uh, to the team. He goes to the Nets then, huh? Or the Nets. land of knuckleheaded coach killers. I mean, I'll reunite him. So Johnson's <laughs> waiting for him. <laughs> reunited him. It feels so good. 
don't know, maybe he goes to... It's just like, it's just like the NBA version of Major League. It's just like Jermon Williams, Josh Smith, and Joe Johnson are all trying to get the coach fired. <laughs> Joe Johnson is not in the same league. <laughs> but I mean, the thing that, that you were presenting is like, so Chris Humphreys, quietly very efficient basketball, they just take him out for Josh Smith? I, they don't play. They barely play Chris Humphreys. Like, every time I watch the Nets, the player I'm the most leery of when the Knicks play the Nets is Humphreys. Humphreys is just... No, it's, it's Lopez. It's both of them. But no, Humphreys is well, better wait, than Lopez. Mean, Humphreys is better than Lopez. Lopez. Lopez I, I would get more rebounds in the NBA than Lopez. Yeah, Lopez he's is like seven foot tall. Lopez is a, he's a, he's he's a better very, offensive player. He's very Pau Gasol-like. No, he's not. Pau Gasol's if, super if, skilled. If Pau Gasol got hit in the head with a two-by-four and was cuckoo-eyed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, first of all, I don't want to say anything bad about Lopez because I used to just, like, rag on him all the time. And then I read that article where he was wearing the same, like, blue answered shirt as me and he, like, goes to Comic-Con. Oh, yeah. yeah. All of his teammates were jealous because <laughs> he didn't invite them to go to Comic-Con with him. Like, I love Lopez now from that standpoint, but the dude is not. He's <laughs> a freaking max contract all-star. He's a center. He gets fewer rebounds than Amari Stoudemire. You know the Lopez <laughs> bros write their own comic books? They do. Yeah. Yeah, they do. I don't know if they have written it to they star in it as superheroes or not, but they write their own comic books. So Look it up. Fewer rebounds than Amari Stoudemire. He's good. Who? Stoudemire? Lopez. Lopez. Yeah. Not Sotomayor. Sotomayor? Sotomayor's been playing really well. They're both max contract all-stars. Yeah. Well, whatever. I mean, I mean I'm fine. I don't, give, I, I don't give a shit how much money the team has to spend. I could care less. I don't care if they pay Amari Sotomayor $100 million to be the seventh man off the bench. <laughs> you know, seventh man of the year award, Amari Sotomayor. Is he seven or is he eight right now? He's seven. He comes, he comes in right after JR. He usually comes in with JR, really. They keep doing the the Shumpert Amari switch. Um, do you guys have you guys read George Carl Watch? So just waiting for him to get fired. No, no. There's like this guy's a big like huge like Denver fan, right? Okay. So he like every day when there's a Denver game, he writes this thing called George Carl Watch, and he like maps out all the all the lineups they have over the course of the game, and he's just like marks all the primes. He's just like. Once again, George Carl did not play a center for like. <laughs> he just like subs out of power forward for a guard all the time, and it doesn't make any sense because like Kenneth Fareed's just one of the best players in the league, yeah. and he gets like twelve minutes a game. Brando, like, I love Kenneth Fareed. Like, and look, it's just shocking how like if you look at the map, like Fareed's just never in the game, and if you look at how good his stat line is, you're like. He's doing it in like twelve minutes. I'm pretty sure the Knicks have trotted out multiple two centers, three point card <laughs> oh, <laughs> rotations. Yeah. The double, you. the double center, triple point card. Oh yeah, it's like Amari and Tyson are both out there, and it's like Pagroni, Kid, and Tony Douglas. I don't even know how he got on the court. Like, he's like. He's just got like well, he's got, front he's got felt tied up in the back. Look it up, George Carl. It's insane, and he's just like. And he like they did like run the like, the George Carl quotes. He's like he should be an all star. This guy and, like it's like his whatever bad player that he's playing in front of Kevin Freed for no reason. So good. <laughs> it's very funny. Yeah. Um. And he's you know right, not you a good coach. You tell people about your book, your your tapes, your your. 
Um, yeah, they're, they're audio tapes. They're like what? They're like on like little... Cassettes, yes. Cassettes. Actually, like the little cassettes. Can I get them in like a little snack From a case? dictaphone? Yeah, <laughs> you know, that'd be dictaphone? awesome. Yeah. No. You just yeah. download it on the internet. I don't, I'm not as interested in that as like getting like little cassettes. But for for you, it would be Is it like little magic card backs on I've them? lied before. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I'll lie. So, so... Um, yeah. So Brian's alluding to the official Miser's Guide, which is available at StarCityGames.com. Or you can... By decade, I signed a whole bunch of them today uh, here at Top8Magic.com. Or you could play all these games that these guys make. Play Legacy of Heroes. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. That's the only one. Where is that? LOHGame.com. LOHGame.com. Legacy of Heroes. Clash of the Dragons. Dawn of the Dragons, which is going to be coming out on iOS very soon. And uh, Legacy of a Thousand Sons. But, but really, I mean, Legacy Heroes is the, is the game that has the most recent uh, content release. So somewhere within one or two days on either the front side or the back side of this podcast, um, yeah, we're going to release, what, how many new cards? Like Another 40 cards, you know, 40. a whole new... Well, it's actually content. really 100 cards because it's a whole issue. Yeah. yeah. So a whole new bunch of PB content. Uh, TBD, but, you know, we're, we're working on that. That's going to be free comic book content. Seventy-two pages in the book. Seventy-two pages. Yeah, already in the already in the uh, bank. And it's written by the Lopez brothers. It is written by the Lopez brothers. <laughs> starring by Lopez. and starring <laughs> the Lopez brothers. Yes. Yeah. So. In nine on nine backcourt violation. <laughs> Wait, is this nine on nine backcourt violation or nine on nine? <laughs> it's nine on nine double, double court. court. You have to. T- I will forget. I, I won't. So okay. I'll tell you. Nine on nine double court. And if he doesn't name it that, people, you. Three of you that have listened, Reese Perry, uh, Willie G, Willie G, whoever said they really liked the six-hour limited resources special that they did last week. I mean, Dave Williams has listened to this. One. No, he, he is has. not. He totally has. Be- Becker, actually. Oh, let's taunt him. He actually taunt him. Oh, he you're not supposed. Special? And we had a new plan. It was going to be don't taunt Becker. And that is how we would It's like meta-taunting. It's meta-taunting back. So if we don't taunt him, he's like, oh, this is just how they're taunting me now. I feel very special and significant. <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, that is weird. That's awkward. So uh, so go to LOHGame.com. And buy anything that has a Young Justice on it. Oh, that's right. You wanted, you wanted a petition for the Young Justice. You want to yeah, get it, that? It, nobody cares about signing these petitions. Just go buy some merch. That's how they got Family Guy back on TV, Buy a lot of merch. I thought it was a whole bunch of just really stoned people watching Comedy Central. No, they bought the DVD sets when they came out. And that's, they're like, oh, this is the best-selling DVD of the year. Maybe we should put this back on TV. Wow. That's what they did. So So download Young Justice? No, do not download it. (laughs) (laughs) No, that is not what you do. From iTunes? From iTunes, yeah. (laughs) Or or from Amazon. Uh, I don't know where else you would get things legally. Maybe go to the toy store and buy like an Aqualad figurine. I think it's too late. That's sulfur, right? Like, is it? Yeah, it's too late. You think we're that's just gone? Sh- that ship has sailed. Yeah, it's like the best show on television. Just set it on fire. I mean, why not? That happens all the time. It really does. It's yeah, it's horrible. Yeah, Arrested Development. I mean, Firefly. Arrested Development. Firefly. Back. Firefly. Doesn't get a first. It. Doesn't even get a full season. Castle rumbles on year after year. Um, What's, where's the justice? I know, I know, I know you all love Castle. You love it. I understand. I don't even I don't. know what Castle is. It's a show with Nathan Philly, and it's like some terrible cop show that people love. 
Right, Dollhouse so, yeah. got two seasons. <laughs> <laughs> well, they, that, that, I, I didn't watch that. I gave up at that point. I knew Summer Glau was in it, so it was dead in the water. I don't even know. You don't Summer Glau? No, I know. I, no, I, it has Faith, the one you like. You yeah, love but, her. Yeah, but she's also she's also the kiss of death. Just like whatever she's in it. She was in Bring It On Two, wasn't she? <laughs> I don't know. I even I didn't watch Bring It On Two. <laughs> I don't believe him. <laughs> you know how I know? Because he watched Bring It On Two in the theater with me. <laughs> Oh, now do you remember? No. <laughs> it was true. We watched it in 42nd Street. He's like, oh, she's very pretty. <laughs> I saw him step up to a four on a plane. So <laughs> <laughs> I bring him. Step, step on my throat. <laughs> um, it was an international flight. They had the big overhead TVs. It was the only thing playing. It was on loop. <laughs> 14-hour flight to Japan. 14-hour flight to Japan. And now... We'll bring you some episodes of Bones. <laughs> it just randomly canceled Angel when it was the second highest rated show. Sure, but Bones, Bones will never get canceled. No? Bones just keeps going. It's not even going to have the right Deschanel sister, right? I mean, I, I guess. I don't, I don't like Zoe Deschanel anymore. Why? Yeah, Everyone else likes her now. She's just aggravating. Oh, she's like, I wouldn't want to be friends with her. She seems impossible. <laughs> But, you know, as far as, like, a fantasy pixie girl, yeah. you gotta pick somebody. Yeah. No? Not her. I don't know. I, yeah. I certainly wouldn't kick her out of the... Podcast. Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Out of the feminist meeting that we were sitting together. All right, All right bye. Bye, Magic. Good night.